as I was first learning about the story that is today's case, I was horrified. Not just at the details, but as the facts began to unravel, I realized that I had literally had three degrees of separation from some of those that were involved or influenced in this case. Um, so once again, that just reminds me of why I started the podcast in the first place. Uh, but before I get to that, I'm going to let you know about some history. We're going to talk more about the victims um, and we're going to share a timeline of events before I explain the connection. So listen all the way to the end because this shit is crazy. aspiring actress her body dumped at a culver city hospital november 13th pronounced dead that night two hours later hilda marcella cabrales arzola an architect student was dumped at a different hospital west la's kaiser permanente in a coma she died 11 days later now three arrests one david pierce seen with cabrales arzola at a party that night in a photo given to fox 11 through a source as well as two other men Michael Onsbach and Brant Osborne, all apparently partying inside one of the suspect's apartments in this West LA building. They're not friends of ours and none of my friends know them. News of the three arrests, welcome but bittersweet news for Christy Giles' husband, as he told our Christine Devine Wednesday night. To anybody seeing this, I definitely want them, anybody that knows them or knows their character, um, or if they've been affected by these men at all, uh, I would love for them to come forward and contact the LAPD. Were you friendly with this guy or no? That's just what these two did, husband and wife actors, Alex Crito and David Murrieta, after they said one of the suspects, Brant Osborne, an acquaintance of theirs, shocked them by bragging about what he and his friends did. He was telling me, you know, he found the lifeless body of uh, Christy. And so that's when they started collaborating a story of, of how they're gonna do it, separate hospitals, they started doing research, and basically who, who drove where, uh, who carried the girls to the car, to the hospital. I don't know, but I, I had that feeling like, you know, sometimes in movies, serial killer calls radio station and tells everything. So it was kind of that vibe, um, because he was proud of it, in my opinion. The energy in his, it was not like I'm embarrassed, I want to hide it. It was, oh my God, look how much fun I had, crazy night and all that. So, yeah. I would like to introduce you to the characters in this story. Please don't take that the wrong way. I know these are real victims, real people, but I'm about to talk about the predator, one of the perpetrators of these horrendous acts. So he's a fucking character, okay? He's a caricature. He, 
like was you look at this guy and i swear to god i'm like you look like a loser from the early 2000s who lost a reality show and is still bitter about it i swear to god um you can see for yourself but anyway i just wanted to first read you something from the new york post so we can you know so i can give you a better idea get this out of the way and then we can um, focus a little more on the victims and the events. So this is from the New York Post. It's by Dana Kennedy and Michael Kaplan. Um, nightclub promoter David Pierce. He has a bad reputation way before he was arrested on charges of murdering a young model and her friend. After meeting them at a late night rave and allegedly dumping them at two Los Angeles hospitals last November. For one thing, Pearson called himself a, quote, producer, end quote. Although his Hollywood credits were sparse and embellished, people who know him say he was mostly a B-list nightclub and party promoter. <laughs> That's bad if you're in that industry. <laughs> um, sometimes paid to wrangle hot women and reality celebrities mm -hmm, into clubs in L.A. and Las Vegas. He was a fake producer, an L.A. nightlife scenester told the post he was a total scumbag cheeseball and a druggie said a longtime la nightclub doorman he's a con artist and a fraud hate him as far back as 2012 pierce was apparently such a bad boyfriend that an entire thread was devoted to him on the gossip site the dirty.com that's a capital t and a capital d if you want to go check it out titled quote david pierce is a bad person um, and I will read some of that for you because uh, there is a link to it. Anonymous posters claiming to have had encounters with him over the years told similar stories. Pierce stole from them and was emotionally and physically abusive. They alleged, alleged, allegedly. More than one post mentioned Pierce had, quote, DRDs. Oh, that's a date rate drugs. Oh, my God. A.K.A. GHB. Um... Sidebar, one of my friends years ago in Myrtle Beach, right near where I grew up, of course, there's a lot of like partying and club scene back in the day, especially, and they, women will bait men, what are they called, the honey pot, the hot pot, something like that, and women will bait men and there will be like other men waiting to, anyway, my friend like, all he remembers was he went home with this chick and he woke up in like an abandoned house. An abandoned house, y'all, with, like, nothing on him. How fucking scary, scary is that? Um, anyway, date rape drugs. One of the women he is charged in the murder of, Christy Giles, who is 24 years old. Uh, she was a married model and an aspiring actress. And they found a lethal cocktail of drugs, including GHB in her system at the time of her death. He's a sociopath, I'm pretty sure. Not to mention a really good con artist, wrote one poster of Pierce in 2012. More than one poster said Pierce was known for grabbing a woman's iPhone on the first date and putting Dave, my sexy husband, in with his number. <sighs> a female habituate of the L.A. club scene told the Post that Pierce was a always creeping around clubs, restaurants, and bars. He'd be hitting on girls, staring at them. None of the good clubs ever wanted him hanging around. I wish guys like him would get real jobs and stay away from the clubs. Pierce, 40, has been jailed since December 2021 on the rape charges. On rape charges, excuse me. This is unrelated <coughs> rape charges. According to prosecutors, he allegedly... I hate that we have to do that constantly. It's so stupid. Um, according to prosecutors, he allegedly essayed, sexually assaulted. Can you tell I've been watching YouTube all day? I'm like trying to filter myself. Um, oh, grape. Um, among the charges against him are a count of raping an unconscious or asleep person, one count of sexual penetration for a foreign object, which was a wine bottle. Oh my God. He frequently drugs women and sexually abuses them. LA County Deputy District Attorney Catherine Mariano said at a January hearing, Pierce has pleaded not guilty. Of course, because that's what fucking liars do until the end. Last week, the LA County DA's office officially filed murder counts against him in connection with the deaths of Giles and Hilda Marcella Cabrales Arzola. Apologies if I pronounced that wrong. 
God, I'm so sorry. 26 years old and aspiring architect who had only recently moved to the U.S. from Mexico. And throughout the story, you'll hear me say architect slash designer. Um, A lot of half and half, half the articles I read said that she was an architect or just now I heard student for the first time, but that's as well as um, interior designer. So whatever, she was a creative person and it sucks because she is from Mexico. Uh, It's really hard to get information on her and it shouldn't matter where you're from. I want equal amounts of, you know, information on both these women. And of course, just unfortunately, it kind of reflects the bullshit that we still, you know, live in where people of color get let. Anyway, okay, let's keep it going. The two women's fatal odyssey began on November 12th when they went together to an L.A. art show where Giles used cocaine and ketamine and smoked marijuana, a friend told police, according to an LAPD affidavit. Ooh, link to that, too. Later, they went to a rave held at a warehouse in an industrial part of East L.A. That's where they met up with Pierce. And let me clarify, I don't think they knew each other before. It's not like they were planning a meetup. They just ran into him there. <clears throat> Police said the women left with Pierce actor Brant Osborne, age 42, and cameraman Michael Ann Spock, 47, and went back to the tiny Beverly Hills apartment Pierce shared with Osborne. Giles' lifeless body was dropped off outside of Culver City, California Hospital on November 13, 2021, by two masked men who police say were Pierce and Osborne in a Toyota Prius with no license plates. A short time later, the same men left Cabrales Arzola at Kaiser Permanente Hospital in West L.A. She died on November 24th after spending 11 days in a coma and being declared brain dead. Oh, that's the hardest decision families will have to make. I've been there. The L.A. County Medical Examiner Coroner's Office ruled the women's deaths homicides and determined that both Giles and Cabrales Arzola died of multiple drug intoxication. Cabrales Arzola tested positive for cocaine and ecstasy, as well as other undetermined drugs, resulting in multiple organ failures. How how undetermined? I don't know. I guess there's a lot of weird new shit out there that's not quite, we got to catch up. Pierce is also facing two counts of selling or offering to sell the controlled substance to Giles and Cabrales Arzola. He could face a maximum of 120 years if convicted of all the charges. L.A. County D.A. George Gascon said he is expected to plead not guilty at his arraignment on July 11th. Um, when announcing the murder charges on Monday, Gascon said that seven additional women have come forward to claim that Pierce allegedly sexually assaulted them between 2010 and 2021. There could be more women out there, the D.A. said, urging alleged alleged any victims to come forward alleged that's weird word weird word word osborne was charged as an accessory to the giles and cabrales arzola's murders he is currently out on bond oh let's see when this was written i'll tell you at the end but a warrant has been issued for his arrest on spock has not been charged and is expected to be a witness in the case sources said hmm sounds like a plea deal to me Osborne's older brother, Ryan, who lives on Staten Island, told the Post that his brother is a great person and he's totally innocent, but said he doesn't know where he is and wishes he'd never left New York. He got into the Screen Actors Guild and did Law and Order and some stuff here and there, but he wanted to go to L.A. because he wanted to make it big, Ryan said. He wanted to be rich and famous, but like a lot of people out in Hollywood, he got spit out and stomped on. Oh, you poor guy. I don't give a shit. This happens. And people don't murder. Pierce's mother, Eileen, resides in Novato, California, had no comment on her son's charges. A person reached at the cell phone number that his father, Dr. Michael Frederick Pierce, gives to patients of his Washington, D.C. dental practice, told a Post reporter that he was not Dr. Pierce when the Post called him back. The same person began talking with a heavy Spanish accent. (laughs) I love how it just creeps in, you know? Few acquaintances from the club world in L.A. and Las Vegas had anything good to say about Pierce. He used to come to clubs very moochy and greasy, a former nightclub owner in Vegas told The Post. 
He would claim he was with celebrities to get into clubs VIP areas. He was in my phone as Annoying Dave, so I would know not to answer his calls. <laughs> A Nightline executive based in LA and Vegas said that while Pierce was sleazy, the news of his arrest on murder charges did shock him. He's not the type to get someone so fucked up that he, they would literally die, he told the Post, adding that Pierce had no trouble getting girls. I can't see him dropping off a lifeless body in a mask without a license plate on his car. I think he would call someone who is smart enough to figure it out for him. He knows too many people to do something so stupid, and I don't think he would ever drive a Prius. <laughs> Sounds like a guilty asshole to me. The exec remembered Pierce as someone who could sometimes get as much as $10,000. What the fuck? To lure hot young women and C-list celebs into clubs in L.A. and Vegas. A former Las Vegas nightclub owner said Pierce was a huge name dropper. He's one of those guys who would try squeezing his way into the VIP area while claiming to be with celebrities, the man said. He would promise to take so-and-so to a club and then get himself in. He was a huge name dropper. He would send photos of himself squeezed in alongside DJs, Dead Mal 5 or Cascade. Oh, I love both of them. And claim to be best friends with them. <sighs> Let them do their job. Go away. Pierce apparently did more than name drop. His imdb.com bio asserts that he got his start as an actor on Dawson's Creek, although the Post could not verify this, and then became a regular on the spinoff Young Americans, which ran in 2000. Pfft, never heard of it. Dawson's Creek, yes, different story. <clears throat> Stephen Anton, creator of the showrunner of Young Americans, told the Post last week that he did not recall Pierce. He was definitely not a regular cast member on the show. Anton said the show was shot in Baltimore, so it's possible Pierce, who grew up in Maryland, was an extra, but he could not be sure. But Anton, who began his career as a child star in the 1980s, said what happened to Giles and Cabrales Arzola is a textbook cautionary tale. Hollywood is a magnet for so many different kinds of people, and it has been for years, Anson said. So many are drawn here by the crazy mania for fame and fortune. Some end up in this unfortunate subculture that can eat them up. People come from places and families with good values, and they lose all of that here. This was written on July 9th of this year. Okay, guys, let's do a little character building exercise here. Um, as mentioned in the New York Post article, we're going straight to thedirty.com. I love to kind of go off the beaten path or tangent when covering cases. And, you know, I love to like read into comments and stuff and try to find the little lesser than and, you know, what I'm saying to add to the story. So this is thedirty.com, the dirty army. Nick, this guy is the biggest douchebag in LA. He apparently steals money from people. He got my friend drunk and took advantage of her. I met him and he grabbed my phone and put his number inside my phone as Dave, my new husband. I, <laughs> I told my girlfriend about this guy who did that and she said, is his name Dave? And I said, yes. Turns out this guy is a real douchebag. I've heard stories from a lot of people in Hollywood that this guy stole money from them and gave someone some of my close girlfriends DRD, remember date rape drugs. I think every girl should watch out for him. He uses OJ as a mixer. That should tell you something, Nick. Um, I don't understand the OJ thing, but maybe to cover up taste of... Anyway, um, Kristen commented below. This is back in 2014, you guys. Kristen said, Dave is my ex. He fucked my mom, Marilyn Frenette. Oh, my mom is a lowlife that lives in a trailer and has herpes. Ha ha ha. Oh my God. See what I mean? Okay, next comment. Anonymous, November 2014. Dave has managed to stay under the radar and escape getting caught for fraud, identity theft, etc. because he paid someone off. Probably with stolen money to get a new social security number. Oof, I'm sure all that is coming up. 
this is titled Embarrassed. Still 2014. You guys, there's so, so much shit here. Reading this post gives me chills. Ooh. I encountered him one night. He took my phone out of my hand. He stole it later on that night and put Dave, my new husband, in it as well. <gasps> All I can say is I pressed charges along with the state and he did some jail time. From the sound of it, it was not long enough. Oh my God, this is so telling. Evan, this is titled, you know, bold Evan. I guess this is the commenter. This guy pulled the most psycho nonsense I've ever even heard of. Convinced a friend of mine to visit him in LA after several weeks of being sweet and nice on the phone. Once there, he waited until she was sleeping to go through her phone, block every guy she had in there and start texting her best friends, pretending to be her saying she was in love and not coming back to Colorado. Luckily, she got out, but these comments are scary. Fuck you, Dave. So many exclamation points. And then it says pussy next to it. Anonymous said, Dave claims an angry ex-girlfriend posted this and went to the trouble to make every bad comment. Um, I highly doubt it. Obviously, many women have had the same experience with him. He's a piece of shit, a total lowlife, tries to make himself seem rich and cool, but in reality, he is a nobody. Wow. Anonymous said, this post seriously saved me. This con artist almost had me fooled. No girl should trust a single word he says. He's a liar and a total psychopath. Get help, Dave. Anonymous said he has herpes. <laughs> well, if you read the other comment about Miss Fernand, then yeah. Anonymous, this guy's a fucking shit show, a total loser, disrespectful, gross, and definitely has date rape drugs. Did I mention he's broke and he steals? What a catch. Another anonymous said, wow, he put the same thing in my phone the night we met. Dave, my sexy new husband. Vomit. Tits McGee said, he kicked my what? Yo, we're going back in time. This is November 2013. He kicked my baby in the head once and then proceeded to make out with my two-year-old son. He has major problems. What? I bet he wrote that, you guys. He kicked my baby in the head once and then proceeded to make out with my two-year-old son. He has major... I don't even know what the fuck that's about. This one says, truth be told, uh, sorry, not sorry. Dave is being exploited for who he truly is. Why else would so many people be making complaints, including myself? No, not every girl is a dumb hooker, nor deserves to be treated in such ways. You're an arrogant fool for thinking otherwise. Dave sure has a lot of enemies or haters or whatever you want to call them, but they are making statements for a legit reason and they have every right to. Dave is a dirty, nasty, repulsive lying sack of shit oh my god y'all hopefully somebody steps up to him it's all gonna fall down on him and catch up to him sooner or later how embarrassing for him i would be completely humiliated if people were posting stuff like this about me this one says in all caps the real truth what the real truth is and this is what makes the website so funny and entertaining to the real pathetic people who must go on here is simply the following wait who is this it doesn't say who uh, real pathetic people who must go on here to, to is simply the following. Erica Poe isn't even her real name. Her real name is Erica Bergman. She was living with Dave for nine months rent free. Okay, sounds like he wrote this also because he accused them of doing that. So that's exactly what he does. Just like um, cheaters do. They, you know, don't trust you because they're untrustworthy. So um, anyway. <clears throat> Uh, she was living with Dave for nine months, rent-free, like really, when he paid all the bills. She's a deadbeat mother and a stripper in Vegas. I've known Dave for many years, and yes, I agree, the girls in LA are all money-hungry hookers, and he doesn't like many of them because of that reason. He goes above and beyond for his friends and has never fucked me or anyone else over on any business deal we have done together. Wow, what an extent he's gone to. If you want to be a hooker in LA, don't be surprised if people treat you like one. But to go on public forum and cry about it is simply sad. Get a real life people and wipe your tears, girls. If you act like a hoe, guys will treat you like one. End of story. Oh my God. This one says, old chum. I knew David when he was in high school and reconnected with him several years ago, briefly, and was appalled at his lack of integrity. Everything he told me was a lie and the way he treated women was disgusting. All caps. Ex-coworker. 
worked with him for a few months at a production company. Guy brought I bought items for himself with the company account. Oh, nice. He also stole an editing suite worth thousands of dollars. Everyone suspected it was him, but no one could actually prove it. Fortunately, he was fired by the owner shortly after. He ended up lying and telling everyone he found a new job, but everyone knew the real truth. Yeah, that sounds legit to me. This one is titled Another Victim. The worst thing I ever did was not press charges when he physically and sexually assaulted me. Probably the worst human being, if you can call him that, that I've ever met. And he needs to be stopped before he can hurt another woman. He's been abusing, stealing, and lying for years. When will justice catch up with him? Disgusting. <sighs> Y'all, that is just, as, as someone, I don't want to say victim, but sidebar once again. Uh, you know, this kind of thing has happened to me. I'm not going into detail about that, but the reason people don't report if you've never been in a situation like that is because you're so ashamed. You're so ashamed and disgusted and you feel dirty and you just want to pretend it never happened. You just want to move on with life and not think about it, um, for the most part. And I, and that's, they know that they take advantage of that. Just like, you know, he actually reeled these women in enough to fuck them over. Just saying, okay, this one says, <clears throat> so I encourage anybody out there just as uncomfortable and terrible as it is. And I know you don't want to go through it. The situation should just be over, but look what happened. These women died. These women died. He already did jail time for some other bullshit stunts. So what if these each one that commented had reported instead can you imagine okay I'm not victim shaming or blaming I have been there and I get it victim wow I knew I would find the scumbag on here seriously somebody needs to take action on this guy immediately I guess he puts Dave my husband in everybody's phone yeah exactly what I'm relating to exactly what a cheesy pickup line I re-edited it as soon as I saw anyways cut to the chase this guy is a complete repulsive lying abusive scandalous con artist I was hanging out with him one night just as friends and he kept trying to be controlling and forcing me to hold his hand and I kept pulling away afterwards he claimed he was taking me to an event and took me to his apartment that he cannot afford on his own he has a roommate and tried to take advantage of me and rape me it was the scariest slash worst night of my life. <sighs> Apart from that, he is very rude, arrogant, and said awful things to me through text when I refused to go out to a club with him. He's drugged girls, I've heard. <clears throat> we need to step up and take action ASAP before he hurts more defenseless girls. Exactly. This prick thinks he's all that and he's a big director and blah, blah, blah. All the lies he come up with is complete bullshit. If I ever see this loser in a club again, I will make sure I put in every effort into getting him kicked out. Nobody likes you, Dave. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Okay. I, I want to get back with this. Um, this one is titled Erica Poe. That one, because we're starting from, we started the comments with the most recent, which was 2014. And we're going back in time now to when it was originally posted. So, Erica Poe, this was posted February 22nd, 2013. <clears throat> I dated and lived with this guy for four months. It was the most emotionally devastating and violent time of my life. Wow. I witnessed him steal countless things, including money, iPhones, hotel items, and walk out of grocery stores with carts filled to the top. Damn. He put Dave, my sexy husband, in, the, in my phone the night we met also. Jesus Christ. These are just the ones we're hearing about. Can you imagine how many times he actually did that? He constantly brags about his pull and connections, yet it always seemed that every door was slammed in his face and no one wanted to do business with him. Mm. He That was definitely him answering because he like took it tit for tat each line. He preyed upon women uh, constantly, told me <clears throat> I needed to let him fuck lots of women, of other women, or I didn't really love him. Wow. He brought a very young girl. Ugh home once and started hooking up with her but once she would uh but once she was extremely uncomfortable and started saying no repeatedly and dave refused to stop and i stepped in and told him she'd had enough and to come have sex with me instead i was only telling him that because i felt so sad and scared for the little girl 
who clearly was frightened by his sexual advances and to top it all off, on numerous occasions he would gauge, engage in physical altercations with me, causing major bruising, black eyes, broken fingers, and he bit, oh my God, you guys, he bit my face so hard I bled. All in all, he's trash. Wow. Oh, this is a, um, like, you can tell that this is a, uh, a reaction to that comment, a comment, replying to the previous comment. This says, from your hero, to Erica Poe, I do not know if you still read this, but I hope you do. I am so, so glad you are not with Dave anymore. Thank God. I think you know who this is. Hmm. Take care. Maybe we will meet up again somewhere. Your hero. I'm happy I was there to help save you. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Pissed mama. He is also a violent abuser. He beat my daughter several times. Oh, my God. And his family has proposed an amicable resolution, which to me means they believe I would take cash before justice. How arrogant. Jesus Christ. I can't stop. I should stop. I can't stop. Random victim. I'll I'll stop soon. I am not surprised he is on here finally. I've known this piece of shit for four years. I'm not sure what is wrong with him. He has an amazing personality, sometimes superficially, but he is a sociopath, I'm pretty sure. Not to mention a really good con artist. I know a dozen more people who he has directly stolen from. Large amounts of money, jewelry, computers, phones. If it has value and no one is looking, he cannot help himself. The amount of girls he has forced himself upon or roofied is unbelievable compared to the few. This story story is so sad in so many ways. It's especially hard for so many people near the holidays, especially when you've lost a loved one near the holidays. It's hard enough anyway, uh, but it's just, I, I so feel for them at this like one year mark for the families. Um, so let's talk about the girls a little bit more and the families, like I said, with um Hilda we do not know a lot about her background or her past but I was able to find a recent news article that was interviewing her father so once again this is um the New York Post this is a different author Yarn Steinbuck um but this one states father of Hilda Marcella Cabrales excuse me Arzola urges DA to charge men with murder This was written April 6th of this year, 2022. The grief-stricken father of an interior designer who died after she was dumped outside an L.A. hospital along with her lifeless friend called for murder charges to be brought against the three suspects. Luis Cabrales Rivera, 49, said he hopes L.A. District Attorney George Gascon will listen to his heart and file tougher charges against the three men charged in the death of his daughter, Hilda Marcella Cabrales Arzola, age 26, and her friend Christy Giles, 24, the U.S. Sun reported, we want those people to spend the rest of their lives in prison and that they can't ever hurt anyone again, he told the outlet. The three men arrested in connection with their deaths are David Pierce, 40, who was booked on suspicion of manslaughter, and Michael Onsbach, 47, and Brant Osborne, age 42, that was his roommate, just to let you guys know, um, who were accused of being accessories to manslaughter. The coroner ruled Hilda's uh, death a homicide after she and Giles were dropped off at two separate hospitals by two masked men on November 13th. Hilda and Giles both died of multiple drug intoxication, and Hilda also suffered, suffered excuse me, organ failure. Um, Her father said this week from his hometown of Monterey, Mexico, that the homicide ruling reopened our wounds. Obviously, it's a loss that we're never going to be able to forget, and one just has to learn how to live with it, he told the U.S. Sun. Every update we get makes us remember what happened to our girl. Oh, it makes us very sad, he continued. 
But now we have hope that finally charges will be presented for homicide and these people can be put behind bars and get what they deserve. Hilda died of organ failure and multiple drug intoxication with tests showing that she had cocaine and MDMA, commonly known as ecstasy, as well as other undetermined drugs in her system. Uh, Giles, who was pronounced dead at the hospital on November 13th, had a lethal mix of cocaine, fentanyl, the anesthetic ketamine, a popular disassociative used as a party drug, and GHB, commonly referred to as the date rape drug. Oh, just going to throw it in there. No wonder Hilda held on for a few more days and Christy um, was, you know, DOA, unfortunately. They're both teeny tiny girls. It wouldn't, it wouldn't take a lot. Um, but her father added, I imagine that the DA with the ruling of homicide and death by drugs will now have enough evidence to be able to accuse those men. We want the other tests to come back the quicker, the better, so they can present the appropriate charges. The grieving dad added, we want the DA to listen to his heart and bring the charges as soon as possible to get these people off of the streets. Amen, sir. Two days after his arrest, Pierce was hit with additional charges in connection with the sexual assault of four women between 2010 and 2020. I've since read that it was actually seven women that came forward. So once again, it's just so sad that it's after the fact, you know, why does it take this? But he pleaded not guilty to two counts of forcible rape and one and one count each of rape of unconscious or sleeping person and penetration, sexual penetration with a foreign object. That foreign object was a wine bottle, you guys. Osborne and Ansbach were booked on suspicion of being accessories to manslaughter. I gotta throw in there, I wonder what evidence they have like exactly linking David to being the main one because there's something that we're not being told here. I feel like there's just, and that could be for a good reason. They could be withholding evidence, you know, until um, trial. So, uh, Osborne and Ansbach were booked of being accessories. LA County District Attorney's Office rejected the LAPD's case against Osborne, and his arrest was retroactively reduced to detention. Uh, Ansbach was a cinematographer and cameraman. He was released on December 16th on $100,000 bond. Prosecutors have yet to file charges against him. Giles and Hilda are believed to have met the three men at the after hours warehouse party earlier on November 13th, but they continued their night at Pierce's apartment on Olympic Boulevard. Um, Hilda's father said that this, what the suspects did is indescribable. They hurt so many people who loved Christy and our daughter. We want the highest possible charges of murder, Rivera told the son. Uh, they did this knowing what could happen. They didn't even have the heart to take Hilda and Christy to hospital in time for the doctors to save their lives, he said. How heartbreaking is that? So I just felt like I had to at least read her father's words since I couldn't get a lot of information about her. But there you heard it, um, interior designer. So, you know, whatever. She was a beautiful, creative person who will be forever missed. Um, Yeah, it's just so sad. On the other hand, we have uh, Christy, who was two years younger. She was married. She got married at Burning Van. I think that's wonderful. Um, Her mom's name was Dusty, and she describes her as a really free spirit, a real bohemian soul, and that really comes across in all of her photos. Um, She was also from Alabama, so she had that little touch of Southern charm, if you will. So I can see, I hate to say it, I can see her being a target, though. Um, But she had been a model and she was an aspiring actress. So I'm going to take that part. And I think that that ties into why they would be hanging out in the first place. Um, Their inhibitions are already lowered if you're doing drugs and or I'm sure there was, you know, they didn't even mention alcohol, but weird. Anyway, um, so it's just... Yeah, why? Why? Why would they be hanging out? 
connections. This guy has his spiel, right? He's been doing this for years and years, using, abusing, and manipulating women. So, like, not to give this motherfucker too much credit, but he's good at this, right? He's been doing it for a long time. Their inhibitions are lowered. They haven't lived in L.A. their whole lives. This piece of shit's been around. He knows. I'm sure he's watched the ebb and flow of people come and go from L.A. And he's just kind of stayed like a fucking succubus barnacle human dumpster fire. So, anyway... I personally believe that they were hanging out. Inhibitions are lowered. They talked a good game. The girls felt better because they were together. So it's not like they were there alone or going to hang out with this guy alone. Yeah, Christy was married, even though she was 24. But uh, she had a really great relationship with her husband. Maybe the thought came, like, why is she, you know, she's married. So her husband was actually on a trip to San Francisco at that time to visit with his dad. He and Christy were texting all throughout the night, and then at a certain point, he stopped hearing from Christy. He could not get in touch with her. I also wonder about the cell phone pings and stuff like that. Anyway, so he could not get in touch with her. And um, side note, they were had a very open, honest relationship. Her mom did say that she was very open about taking some recreational drugs from time to time, but she would never do heroin, which was, um, you know, something that was found, I believe, in her system, or that was mentioned in a news report, but regardless, she did recreational, but she stayed away from the hard stuff, okay? Being like, you know, like some serious opioid stuff. Um, allegedly a lot of people do, you know, party (laughs) in LA, um, last year, about the same time last year in LA, four comedians were partying and doing some cocaine together and three of them passed away. It turned out to be laced with fentanyl. So it's so scary, especially California where everyone's organic and (laughs) crunchy and granola, right? Know where your shit's coming from. They do have free fentanyl testing strips out there now, I believe. Um, but anyway, let me let me bring it back. <clears throat> so her mom knew, her husband knew, she was very open about it herself, okay? She was that free spirit she shared. Um, she was probably way too trusting of people, especially, like I said, not being around the LA scene forever, which um, <clears throat> Hilda wasn't either. So I was, I'm not exactly sure if she was living there, if she was visiting there. It's so hard to get solid information. And then when you get information, you don't exactly know if it's super accurate or not. All we can do is try, right? So anyway, uh, they're partying. Inhibitions are down. They're together, so they don't feel quite as threatened when they talk about after party kind of situation and um, going to his place. So I do believe that they knew where they were going and that they were gonna like, you know, let the party continue. And this douchebag's made some empty promises. He's reeled them in, I guarantee it. Oh, I can get you in the industry. Oh, you're so beautiful. Oh, you wanna, you know, do acting. So it's like a business thing for, in her mind, most likely in the scenario, she's married. And luckily, um, she's sharing the location with her husband, like always. So, like I said, once she wasn't located, after a certain amount of time, he, like, screenshotted where she was and put it up on social media. Does anybody know who this is? Or, you know, does anyone know who lives here? And it took only a certain amount of time, I think, for information to begin to pour in. So anyway, she wants to be an actress. I think she was young, beautiful, too nice, and susceptible. And then Hilda was, I don't know if she was single, but she definitely was not married. So it didn't say anything about a boyfriend or, but like I said, information is scarce. Um, So anyway, she could have, you know, it could have been like a flirt situation with one of the three dudes, or she could have been kind of interested in one or maybe whatever, just want to hang out or hook up or whatever. 
And sadly, it just did not turn out that way. Just did not turn out that way. What is so scary is that, like you heard the couple state earlier, he, the one guy was like bragging about it. So it's, it's, it's truly, it's truly mind blowing that the egos and everything else is just to such a level that they believe they could really just get away with it. It's all so senseless and tragic and awful. It's so hard to kind of get past it and or step back and look at the bigger picture. But, oh, my God. And it's especially hard to make sense when loved ones are suddenly taken from us, regardless of cause. Um, It's also awful to watch someone suffer slowly and painfully. But in some way, your brain can process that. Uh, it's all tragedy regardless. It's, it's tragic. Um, so what can we do? What can we, how can we? Also, at the very beginning, I mentioned my connection. So that's about to come up. But I just want to state real quick. You never know. I have listeners all over the fucking place. If someone was around, if anybody knows him if anyone can be a character witness if anyone seriously contacts the LAPD if you have any information uh connection I don't want to say suspicion but you know if you allegedly have any information that can help the case by all means do so so if we can learn anything anything from this fucking senseless madness what I have to tell you grandma Glennie is going to step in now and say listen, social norms are bullshit. If I would have just said, fuck that, my safety is first and I'm number one in so many different situations, I could have saved myself a lot of pain, but you know, that's the human fucking experience or that was my, that's been my experience anyway. Um, so no matter what, if someone's not respecting your boundaries in public and, or when you first meet them, especially compounded like that, They're not going to respect your boundaries later. Okay, so step out right then and there. Um, Regardless if you're alone or with a friend or with 30 people or if it's 3 a.m. on a Saturday night or if it's 9 a.m. on a Monday morning, whatever, you know, you know, just be be situationally aware. Um, I hate the cautionary tale thing, but that is just sticking in my head. Uh, because really that's what a cautionary tale is. It's like anyone could have been in a situation like that. So fuck social norms. If someone's making you feel uncomfortable, just walk away, step away, go with your gut. If you're second guessing yourself and being, well, it's okay. If you notice that you're starting to give yourself those little, eh, eh, that is like your, your little subconscious waving red flags, Freud, your little mini Freud in your brain. Nuh-uh. Something ain't right with that. <clears throat> All right. All I can, God, it's just so sad. I hope that, you know, I'm going to keep my eyes on this trial as it comes up. And we're going to, you know, I'll bring updates as I learn. But also, please, anybody reach out if they're friends or family. Um, reach out to LAPD if you know anything, like I said. But if anyone does know more about Hilda and wants to speak on the podcast or, you know, or had any unfortunate experiences like any of those women who've written those comments, please, please step forward. Um, Please find me on Facebook with Let's Share True Stories because, you know, I call you guys true seekers for a reason and I will never stop seeking. So, you know, please join me on that. Okay, so just to wrap it all up, how the fuck am I, like, what was I even talking about at the beginning? How am I involved? How am I, what are the three degrees of separation I was saying? Well, here it is. If you guys Google pictures of this case, you will also (laughs) see pictures of this other person that was very close with David Pierce. Um, And this person is Ron Jeremy. Uh, insert puke bucket. Do you guys know who that is? If you're like around Grandma Glennie's age, <laughs> you or older, you might know. 
But Ron Jeremy is, is, was the grossest, nastiest. He's porn star. He's like the porn star, the male porn star. And the ironic part is he is just the ugliest, most unattractive, nastiest looking motherfucker. Y'all. So yeah, Ron, uh, would say that David was his nephew and he would call him uncle Ron and they would go around and, uh, he basically like groomed him to groom women, if you will, you know, Ron Jeremy groomed him to be a supreme douche. So what, what I had the unfortunate experience of meeting Ron Jeremy and he sexually assaulted me, you guys. If you don't know, <laughs> I've, I've mentioned it before or maybe on a video elsewhere, but yeah, he, um, I was, this was in 2014 and the thing is now, and this is why I'm so, I was saying, you know, you need to speak up. I know how it feels. This is just one experience, but yeah, Ron Jeremy sexually assaulted me on the street in Charleston. Yeah. It was, it was bad. I recently shared this experience on Reddit and someone basically put like, um, you need to get over this. It's not like he graped you, you know, luckily that person I was like, come on my podcast, come on my podcast. I was all fired up, but, uh, they're kicked off Reddit now. So, you know, their handle was, um, BLM baboon looter so that just what the fuck is going on in this world you guys keep standing for stand strong for what's right um ron jeremy is now locked up for sexual assault and rape charges so many women have come forward so 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 many women and when he did this sexual assault to me on the street it was 2014 i actually have a picture of us together from that night my girlfriend was with me. She's a verifiable witness, but I'm going to um, totally like cut her out. I'll post the picture if anybody wants to know. But I never did anything about it because I just wanted to forget it ever freaking happened. And I know my friend meant no harm, but she was like, oh, gross. That was awful. How it just I just felt so I just I wanted to disappear, you know, so that's why I'm like this, because I've just been in those types of situations before and as a female and especially younger listeners or whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, he got to me and I completely, completely believe that he was like one of the horrible downfall L.A. influences for David Pierce. I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, but come forward if you have supporting information. So anyway, stay strong. Don't assume anything. Um, I'm here for you. Grandma Glennie does love you. We're all true seekers. Life's a bitch, but we can get through this together. So, you know, let's hold hands and let's, let's do that because it ain't easy, but we can make it better together. All right, y'all. Thanks for joining me today on Let's Share True Stories. Hope to see you soon. Bye.